skeptical about custom beauty, honestly, y'all, I totally get it. My feed is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising, you know, to fix all of our beauty, hair, and skin problems. Truthfully, I was so skeptical when I saw this brand, but I'm a total believer now. When pros says custom, they actually mean it. Their products are no gimmicks, and your formula couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with unique blends of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. And they get personal. Pro's covers everything from your concerns to diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. Did you know, for example, that Minneapolis has like weirdly hard water, which apparently was affecting my hair. So like some of the ingredients that they put into my hair care was to like deal with the fact that we have hard water. Wow. I love that. They also asked me things like, you know, because I have had a baby recently, like, am I still breastfeeding? What are my hair goals? And I also really appreciated they asked like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm at the point, you know, I used to let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious. Um, I, this is truly such a genuine endorsement. So I've really enjoyed using these products. But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash justbreakup. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash justbreakup for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash justbreakup. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who had to just break up with a very good person. <laughs> <laughs> Like the little name thing. <laughs> yeah, right? Just constantly dropping our name as much as possible. Uh, what do I usually say after this? Uh, but before we begin, we just want to give you our <laughs> Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. No, we are not. And to be honest, like, I I think we got a review once that was like, despite their name, they rarely talk about breaking up. And I'm like, man, we've been doing this for like five years. <laughs> Five years this July. Can you believe? Uh Um, And so like we got to like branch out a little. But today we are actually talking about a breakup. (laughs) (laughs) We are. We are. So we Sam and I are not professionals. We are not trained in this or accredited in any way. And we are not a substitute for therapy. So please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our ever humble musings. So we shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding and mostly confusing experience that is Love. 
right. I I listen to Maintenance Phase a lot, which is like a podcast about like health culture and stuff. And and yeah. the two hosts, uh, Audrey always like does the like, okay, starting off, you can follow us on Patreon, blah, 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 blah. And then Michael will repeat everything she says in like a very tiny voice. It's like very funny and also like very annoying to her. But I... Now I just really want, want to, to do, do it, it whenever <laughs> whenever you're doing that last piece. Uh, but I'm not going to because my understanding is that it annoys her like terribly. No, no, so. no, do it. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna intro the next letter. Gonna, let's get into today's letter. Let's get into today's letter. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shout out to Maintenance Space. Um, Great podcast. Check it out. Today's letter is from Little Miss Guilty and Shame Ridden and Free. <laughs> Lots of things. Lots of things Who's, there. Pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from the UK. Here is the situation. About a month ago, I, she, her, ended a two-year relationship with my then partner, he, him. Both of us are in our early 20s. It was the longest and healthiest relationship I've ever been in, which is probably why my feelings surrounding this breakup have been the most complex and confusing I've ever dealt with. The context is that I have been feeling dissatisfied with the relationship for such a long time, but stayed with him because I still loved him. And the thought of hurting him by leaving literally felt like dying. The thoughts were with me for months. I was never able to get as emotionally deep with him as I needed or as I was able to with my closest friends that maybe we didn't have as much things in common as I originally thought that he was younger than me and still had a lot of growing and maturity to do that I had already done and was feeling the effects of that in the maturity of our relationship that he wasn't particularly intentional about any of his actions regarding our relationship, etc. I want to make it clear that I had a lot of conversations with him about all of these things. And not only was it only ever me initiating these conversations, but it also never felt like anything much came of them. We would resume our old behavior pattern patterns. And I, too tired to push further, accepted it after a while. I guess he was just a quintessential nice guy. And I'm grateful for him and optimistic because of him that good men exist. But I was realizing that I needed more and it's a heartbreaking thing to let go of one of the things that has been good and not feel like a fool or an idiot or a self-sabotaging bitch. (laughs) I know ending it was the right choice. There were glaring differences in our lifestyles and current life plans as young adults. There were needs that I constantly asked for that weren't being met. I was the only one who ever initiated difficult conversations and communication, planned dates, and decided the trajectory of our relationship, etc. It felt very much like I had the reins of our relationships and played the pilot, co-pilot, navigator, and glue of the literal ship of our relationship. Haha. <laughs> While he was, uh, albeit a very loving and very tender, passive passenger. Suffice to say, it was both a deeply exhausting and often frustrating relationship because it felt like I was doing the bulk of the emotional labor. I also relied on him for a steady source of love and affection, which he did provide. Let me preface by saying that before him, I had been dating a slew of emotionally gaslighty and very avoidant men and dating him showed me for the first time what it felt like to be with someone who was unafraid of their emotions. I ultimately ended things with him because I was becoming very depressed in my relationship. The stress of realizing that maybe this was not the relationship for me at this current time of my life, coupled with the realization of what decoupling from someone I love very much would feel like affected everything. 
my sex drive, my energy for the relationship, and the ability for me to feel like I was able to live an independent life that didn't revolve around the relationship and how to save it and how I needed to change so that the relationship could could continue thriving. Hmm. When I finally ended things, It was a very hard conversation. We both cried an enormous amount. I ended up crying in my bed for like 36 hours straight. And even though I'm grateful he was able to let me go in the moment, hearing his voice breaking and knowing his heart was breaking at the same time as mine was excruciating. I still am not over the knowledge that I have caused someone uh, this much hurt, even though my friends told me that this was inevitable. I guess the people-pleasing part of my brain kicked in so severely that even today, a part of me feels like I've betrayed every version of him and may have destroyed him by leaving. I know I'm being dramatic, but it's genuinely what it feels like. Worse, I've felt like I set a lot of boundaries in our relationship and I'm still doing it now to this day for our breakup. I was the one that told him I would be removing him from my social media. I'm the one that told him I wasn't comfortable being friends. I'm the one deciding how to give all of his stuff back without triggering either of us. I'm exhausted, almost resentful of still having to do to play the more mature role in this relationship and being haunted by the fact that maybe I deserve to be burdened by this because it was my decision to end the relationship in the first place. I know this is a lot of things all at once, but I will close with some questions. The biggest thing that is haunting me is that I know as humans, we are all capable of causing harm. And I know that in leaving this relationship, I have harmed him. I also know that it was necessary for me to have left because in a shameful way, I am happier and lighter now than I have ever was in our relationship. How do I understand this very difficult dichotomy? As a woman, I was brought up to understand that my role was to make people happy and comfortable. And doing this feels like the most liberating thing I've ever done for myself, while also consequently the most damning and shameful and life-shattering thing I've ever done. Second, I guess I'd also love some insight on how to think about the complexity of ending a relationship with someone who was a good person. I see so many Instagram graphics and reels now that feel like so black and white in their portrayal of a person who got dumped versus the person who did the dumping and seeing the heartbroken comments and the way people seem to always side with the person being dumped makes me feel like I am so deeply the villain in every story and that I deserve every ounce of pain and shame and regret that I might feel. I had a horrible nightmare last night where one of his friends told me that my ex was feeling suicidal because of our breakup. I cannot hold or handle that. Okay, well, time out. First of all, that is a dream. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Time back in. Um, I know this sounds fucked up, but the one thing I've been telling myself over and over again about this whole process is if I can make him forget about me and be happy and thriving while I healed alone through this breakup, I would do it in a heartbeat. His perceived pain makes me feel like his perceived pain his parentheses perceived pain makes me feel more pain than my own. Maybe my last question is how do I set boundaries for myself on the level to which I can or should engage in these harmful and ultimately unhelpful self-flagellating thoughts. I just want both of us to be happy. I'm so tired. I appreciate both of you so much. And I know this was a lot. Please know it means everything. If you even read this letter, peace and hugs, little miss guilty, shame ridden and free. Mm. All right, Little Miss, thank you so much for writing to us and for trusting us with this question. Um, yeah, thank you for writing us from the the middle 
of what sounds like a very painful, painful breakup. Um, you're sort of in the midst of lots of different feelings, questions, lots of different stories that you are being told that you're telling yourself. Um, and it's a really sort of messy, uncomfortable, deeply troubling place to be. Um, and so Sierra and I are sort of like standing over here on the shore, watching you get bad about by the winds and the waves and saying, uh, we're here, we see you, you're going to be safe and we want you to, to come closer to us so we can find a way to hopefully add a little bit of stability to feels to what feels like a really unstable time for you. So we're gonna offer you some lifesavers, maybe like row out there to you to invite you to come to shore with us uh, in just a minute. But first we're gonna take a little break. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because, <laughs> love it. <laughs> honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash justbreakup for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash justbreakup to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash justbreakup. All right, Head and Heart Workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my sweet. Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this letter. Um, I can tell that your anxiety and your fear and your brain in your brain is just going. It's just having a party right now. Like all of your self loathing is like coming out. You know, having a family reunion inside your head and your heart right now. Like, oh man, turns out she is selfish, or turns out she does not deserve anything. You know, like your this family reunion of all your self-loathing and insecurities. It's just, <laughs> they're just having a barbecue right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That is real. Yeah. And I'm going to, and I'm going to crash this barbecue <laughs> yep. and say, um, you know, from listening to our podcast that relationships often have two options. You either stay together forever or one of you ends it or Mutually, they end it, right? And you also know from listening to our podcast that it's okay if people don't like us or it's okay for us to hurt other people because we can't move through this life making every decision, you know, um, constructing every decision to avoid disappointing or hurting other people. You know those things. Mm -hmm. But I know when you're out in the middle of it, as Sam says, when you're like treading water and and you're you're in the middle of this breakup and this guilt it's hard to grasp onto those concepts um i want to say that let's start by talking about the black and white stuff that you see on on instagram i think Mm. people will in general, we have a hard time with nuance, especially when it comes to like emotional, painful, ex- you know, experiences. But people in breakups, particularly even on our show, we give permission to exist in the black and white because sometimes, especially during transitional periods, it helps us move through terrible times. Mm-hmm. Grasping on to your anger and your disappointment in this relationship that your boyfriend could never be what you needed him to be and that you felt the toll of that might help you let go of some of the guilt. And it might help you say, I left him for a reason. On the other side of this, like your boyfriend or somebody on the Internet making a villain out of their ex Obviously on this show, we're a little bit more about the nuance of the human experience and the complexity of relationships, but it's okay to like cling to your anger if it helps you get through that nasty three month period after a breakup, right? So that you don't mm-hmm. reach out to them, right? Yep. People do that as a coping mechanism. Mechanism Is it the most like emotionally enlightened thing? No, but it's a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, I want to say 
it's okay if people see you as a villain. It's okay if people, if your ex looks at, you know, thinks of you and feels angry. That is nothing that you need to make up for. I feel mm-hmm. like there's lots of, there, you're like keeping a tally of how many people think you're an asshole out there so that you can adjust your behavior accordingly. And that's not that, that's not the way of things in breakups. Sometimes we just need to see each other uh, as flawed to get through it. Do you know what I mean? Like you need to yep. like cling to your anger or your whatever. Um, I know that that's like a weird thing to start with, but a lot of times when I'm feeling this like paralyzing fear of conflict, um, when I'm, when I'm really feeling so worried about what people think about me and getting lost at that barbecue where all my self-loathing is coming out to like have a hot dog. Right. I have to remind myself like, well, what is the worst thing that I'm afraid of right there? That somebody thinks that someone doesn't like me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe, maybe the worst thing is that the, someone I really love a, a good person that I have respect for, but I didn't want to be in a relationship doesn't like me. Yep. That's painful. That's hard to swallow. And also this is a moment in time. And in 10 years, you two are going to look back on this relationship in different ways. Mm-hmm. And in 10 years, you're going to be in a different relationship maybe. And at a different point in your life, and you're going to just look back at this as a part of your story. Um, it's, to the point about you wanting to like erase his memory of you, that would be denying him the opportunity to grow from this relationship. For sure. Absolutely. And it seems like, it seems like in that you are sort of more concerned about your own reputation with him than you are about how he is going to cope through and move through this relationship, right? Like you're saying like your pain is causing me so much pain. So your pain needs to stop. Whereas what can actually be more helpful as we're trying to think about being supportive, not only of ourselves but also of the person that we've caused harm to is that it's kind of like this thing of like embracing the idea that this person has a particular narrative about you may need you to be the villain of their story so that they can find healing is actually more helpful than saying like, no, your pain is causing me too much pain. You can't feel it. Right. Like I can't, I can't deal with you being upset with me. And instead saying like, of course you're upset with me. I dumped you. Right. Yeah. Of course he is. Absolutely. Why wouldn't he be? And he has every right to be. And that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. That means that you're just the person who broke up with him, right? You are the person Mm -hmm. who hurt him, who caused him harm. You were the person that said this relationship isn't working for either of us and it needs to end. And that caused him to feel bad. But that doesn't mean that you're a terrible person or a villain and, and sort of feeding into that narrative of you saying that like your that his pain is somehow indicative of who you are as a person isn't serving either of you. It's certainly not serving him because it's not uh, encompassing that he can feel multiple things at the same time. It's either like he feels bad. So therefore he must think that I'm a terrible person. Right. And instead like, no, he feels bad because he just got dumped. Makes sense to me. (laughs) Absolutely. Lots of us feel really bad when we get dumped and it doesn't mean that the dumping was bad. It doesn't mean that the person who dumped us is somehow evil or wrong. It just means that breakups suck and they suck yeah. on either side of them and they suck like 89% of the time, right? Like, 
<laughs> even for the dumper, right? For like they're sure. never fun. We made a whole podcast about it that we sometimes talk about. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think this is a perfect opportunity to to look externally to other relationships. Um, I feel like you are taking on a lot. It sounds like you took on a lot in your relationship. It sounds like you you felt the responsibility of, of, I don't know, your boyfriend's like emotional growth or something. And now in the breakup, you're like, oh my God, I need to, I need to punish myself for this forever. I can't, you know, I, everybody's going to see me in this bad way or, or whatever. Look at other relationships around you. Do you expect significant others, you know, to stay together forever? Do you mm-hmm. expect when they break up to, um, to, to feel this amount of grief, um, no, not grief to feel this amount of guilt over it. You know, uh, the people who break up with your friends, do you think that they're terrible people forever? I mean, sometimes we do, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. but I guess, you know, hover above your relationship for a second and, and see your, you two as just actors in this relationship. Um, this is just what happens. This is a, this is a part of breakups are a part of, of relationships, a a part of human experiences. I just feel like there was a lot of times in the relationship, as you described, and in this breakup that you feel like you have had to do the things in order for them to get done. You know, there's, there's an anxiety that, um, he's not going to do them. So you have to, I wonder if like, what if you let go of some of that pressure? Like, what would it look like if you no longer felt like you needed to orchestrate this breakup to be perfect for other people? Or, Mm. you know, what if you didn't have to tell them that you were blocking them or that, or that um, you weren't responsible for him getting his stuff back, like that you gave it to a friend. You know, I feel like there's just a lot of assumption and and orchestrating that you're doing to like make things get done, which is just sort of feeding this anxiety barbecue that I was talking about earlier. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what if you just let yourself like be messy? Let, let this breakup <laughs> unfold, you yep. know, know that like your boundaries are your own and other people aren't responsible for, for upholding them for you. I don't know. Help me out, Sam. No, I think, I think that that is really r- real. I think that you're putting a lot of effort into making this breakup as like peaceful as possible, which I, I totally understand. Like, it seems like this, this dude is not like a bad dude. And it seems like you are trying to be respectful and, and kind to him. Um, but I also don't want that kindness to come at the expense of the kindness that you need to show to yourself. Right. And, and so there are places where it's like, where do you, where can you stop being the navigator of this relationship? Yes. Right? That's, that's what it is that I was vaguely trying to get at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and like, where can you just like let things happen? Or can you say like, I will just keep his stuff until he asks me when he wants, until he like makes a plan to come over to my house to get his stuff. Right. Like there's so many different places. Let him see you as a villain. You don't have to, there's nothing you need to control anymore. All you need to control is how you treat yourself, how you move forward. You know, like you don't have to, you don't have to orchestrate this to be a perfect breakup. There's no perfect breakup where nobody gets hurt. Let me For relieve sure. you of that anxiety. You yep. you done great. You did 
you did, you got an A plus for will for what will always be an F assignment. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's that is really really real. Um, I think that you sort of holding this dichotomy right now of being like like causes her person harm. And also I feel really free is probably a really relatable experience for folks Mm. who have been through breakups. I know that I've experienced it where it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I knew that this wasn't really working. This person was really great in a lot of different ways, but woohoo, I'm done. I don't have to worry about them anymore. Right. Like I don't have to be the one that is doing all of the things or planning the things I don't have to necessarily go get happier somewhere else, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and so the fact that that, that dichotomy is complicated doesn't mean that there's something wrong or that something bad is happening. Right. We often think of being like the simplest answer is the best one or the most pure one, but like, no, our emotions are so fucking complicated that of course you're going to be like, I feel terrible that I hurt this person. And also I feel so relieved that I don't have to worry about cleaning the house around them, or I don't have to worry about, you know, talking to them about what date night is going to look like. Right. Like all of that stuff is like now away from you. Um, and I think that, that, that is true in lots of different things that people experience around loss, whether that's like the loss of a pet or the loss of a a parent who's experiencing some sort of debilitating disease or whatever it is, right? Like, I think that relief and sadness are often really coinciding together. And we don't, we don't give enough credit for the fact that like we can be devastated by a breakup and also super relieved that it happened. Like that is, that is so, so capable, or we are so, so capable of holding both of those things because our, our hearts are so complex. Yeah. And remember when you're seeing that stuff online, you know, we've struggled with it in our own like social media branding. Like I can't, uh, even though I tried for almost five years, right. I can't just, I can't include the nuance that I know Sam and I prioritize on this show in a 90 second Instagram clip. Like we can't. So when you find relationship content, relationship advice online, it often is that quick meme, that, that, that quick disparaging black and white point of view, because think of the medium you're in, you know, Sam and I, Sam and I talk for hours (laughs) on this show every week about how complicated the human experience is. And he just beautifully said it in five minutes that like grief and relief go hand in hand, right? But you're not gonna find that on a bash your ex page, you know? So you're looking in the wrong places for assurance that you did the right thing. Look to yourself, know how you feel, say, you know what? Everything that I'm feeling right now is valid. My grief is valid. My sadness over this good guy, my even my regret, like when I broke up, with my, you know, good, true love, this person that I was a quintessential nice guy who I thought I was going to marry. I felt, I felt sadness that it, that he wasn't it, that he was so many right things and he wasn't right for me. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's like true sadness right there. And also there's relief, there's gratitude, there's retroactive gratitude that we didn't get married, that we, that we didn't end up with each other because now we're with the right people. And it's, if you, if you look to the world to tell you if you did the right thing or not by breaking up, you're not going to find it anywhere but our show. (laughs) (laughs) I, okay. (laughs) I know, I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sure there are other places where there is nuance in how people. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying, like, get off Instagram. <laughs> You're certainly not going to get it on the Savage Love Cast, but you will no. get it here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my darling, um, I know it's all complicated and I know it all sucks. And also it doesn't. And it's okay to like feel, uh, you don't have to earn your happiness. This is what I want to say. You don't have to earn the clarity and the joy post relationship by suffering a certain amount. Yes, you can feel grief and relief at the same time. You can feel joy and you can feel regret. You can feel love for someone and you can know you're not supposed to be with them all at the same time. For sure. And you've, you have done a lot of work to get you to yeah. this place, right? It's hard to break up with somebody. It's hard to break up with somebody who is nice to you. It's hard to break up with someone who, you know, is a, is a kind person who just is incompatible with you. Like that is itself yeah. enough work for you to have taken on, right? You don't need to also curate a perfect breakup experience for both yeah. of you where, no one is mad at each other and everyone is, is fine. Right. Like this is, this is enough, right? You're tired. Of course you're tired. So what does it look like for you to let some of this go, to let some of this responsibility that you've placed on yourself and say, I don't need to be carrying this anymore. I don't need to be curating this experience for this person any more than I already have done. Yeah, exactly. All right, my darling, I hope that this helps in this very tricky time. Sam and I are with you and we are grateful you wrote us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for writing. We love you. We love you. All right. It is Friday and that means we're going to do a blind date. A blind date is where we set you up with something that we love, that we think you're going to love. And this week we are sending you home with a TV show called Jury Duty. Uh, oh my God, I've heard of this. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, it is on available on Amazon Prime. Um, it is a sort of fake documentary about a jury process. Um, and this is not a spoiler because they literally, this is like the opening part of the entire series. Uh, everyone from the judge to the defendant, to the attorneys, to the bailiff, to the reporters, to the jurors themselves are all actors except for one juror who has no idea what is happening and has just signed up to be part of this jury process and thinks that he's like part of a documentary about how juries come to the decisions about the cases that they are part of. It is so fucking charming. It is delightful. And it's the person, not like, it doesn't it's not like, mean. It's not yes, mean that's at all. What, yes, 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 yes. It that's is, what I needed to know. Yeah, no, it is is 100% not mean partially because the man that they found to do this thing with is just the most adorable, like go with it, like kind person. Cute. Um, and just like rolls with all the weirdness in such an endearing and like people centered way. It is like, it is so charming. And the, the shenanigans that they into, they get into through this are like funny and they put him in uncomfortable situations, but then there's always like a lifeline to like help Cute. save him, which is really nice. Right. So it's like, it's delightful. Um, it is so charming. It's like laugh out loud, funny at the end. I was like, I was tearing up because of like all of, the, all of the things that they were happening and like the nice things that people were saying about this experience with this particular man. Um, 
So I can't recommend it enough. It is very cute, very charming. I know that everyone's talking about it right now, but that's because it's so good. So check it out. Uh, it is on Amazon Prime and it is called Jury Duty. I can't wait to check it out, especially with that endorsement. I was like <laughs> good, hovering good, good. around it, but I was just afraid it was going to be mean. I, I don't deal no, well. It's, it is it is not mean, and I don't deal well with meanness either. Like yeah. like improper or, or humans like or like awkward in a in a in a mean way. That's what I mean. No, it's you know? awkward in like a, a very funny way. Like it is Dude, just like they, they say things and he responds with such kindness to everyone that he meets, <laughs> and it's so wonderful. So does he know now? Or like I mean, he knows he now. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They, How did they, they told reveal him. it to him? They, You'll tell I me. don't want to reveal it. But I will also say yes. that James Marsden, the actor, is so in the cute. show and he plays James Marsden. <laughs> like he plays yeah. himself as an actor. And he's also, he's so funny because he plays such a dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I yeah. can just imagine that he probably had so much fun like being this type of way with like, like pretending that it was actually him. So, yeah, that's cute. Check it out. Again, it's called Jury Duty. It's on Amazon Prime. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. I forgot. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. You, if you are interested in more content from us, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode, as well as access to all of our primary episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash just break up pod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcast and music on Apple or Spotify or whatever. And remember, you are allowed to accept your feelings for all that they are. You don't have to deny them. You don't have to contort them into what other people want them to be. It's okay to accept what you're feeling in its diversity, in its complexity, and in its discomfort. And if all else fails, just break up.